the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Pastor Scott Show. You know, uh, I got an email from Lauren. Appreciate it, Lauren. Uh, the other day we were joking around and I was programming everybody's Alexa, you know, reminding you to listen to the Pastor Scott Show. And apparently that worked uh, for many of you. In fact, it worked for me. Suddenly I get a reminder every day to listen to my own show. I don't even need it. And uh, Lauren is saying, hey, I listen every day, but uh, not, it would be nice to not have that announcement going. I don't know how to undo it. I don't. I think you have to say, Alexa, cancel my you know, Pastor Scott show announcement or something. You're just going to have to talk to it. I can't, I can't do it, but I'll look it up for you. You might have to YouTube it. Anyway, I'm glad that you listen. We're on every day from three to five right here on the station. Plus we're live streaming. You can go to kkla.com and say hello and see us there now. So I'm driving around in Hollywood and Burbank today and looking for strikers. I was curious about the strike going on and I missed most of it because I only saw two people. And I thought, well, it's 95 degrees, and apparently they're cutting down the trees, you know, and, and that. But I thought, you know what, it's a, this is a big deal, the Hollywood strikes that are going on. And if you're not in the entertainment industry, it does affect you because this is a lot of people with the writer's strike and the actor's strike. And it's not just them. It's the vendors. It's the restaurants where people go out to eat. It is many, many people, including many of you listening, who are affected by these strikes that might go on for a long time. And I thought, you know, how do we look at this as Christian people? How do we look at this from the standpoint of, you know, if you know somebody who's in this industry or maybe you know somebody who is an actor or somebody who's affected, this changes their life. It gives them some uh, anxiety. It might even let them know that they have an idol. Well, I invited a couple of people to be with us today to talk about this. Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios right here in Burbank. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show, gentlemen. Thank Great you. to be with you. Great to be here. Great to have you on. So Kappa yeah. Studios, it is uh, a... Uh, describe Kappa Studios so that I get it right. You do all of the uh, post-production for a lot of um, uh, productions, including uh, The Chosen, right? That's one of your, your big names that you do. Yeah. So yeah, the the parent company, the the post production studio, it's the editing, the sound design, the visual effects, and as you mentioned, our biggest show is the Chosen, which is a little uh, little Jesus show, a show about Jesus. Yes, that uh, now, apparently it gets to keep going in production. Yeah, uh, yeah why do they get to do that, and everybody else mostly is shut down? Why do they get to do that? Yeah, well, they signed a. There, there was thirty nine shows, from my understanding, film and television shows that were. I don't know exactly what the criteria was that they met, but they were essentially independent shows, and they were very close to being finished in the Chosen's case. And they just applied for a waiver, and uh, great to see they received it. They were hmm. so close to being finished with filming yeah. season four. Right. So they got a waiver so they could finish it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. All this right. time next week, they'll be done shooting. Okay. So that I guess that makes some sense, right? Because you it want to take care like of it. people. Yeah. So in this business, um, 
you know, first of all, let's talk about Kappa Studios just briefly so people know where you're coming from. Uh, Paul, you started Kappa Studios a long time ago, and uh, we had you guys on the show a few weeks ago. You can find that on our podcast at kkla.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, a few years ago, you decided, you know what, we're only going to do Christian projects. Right. Yeah, we pivoted the company, and um, I, it was a decision. We just felt like we had to do something different, and we, the stuff uh, we were putting our hand to was was not lifting the culture up. And I did that under the guise of thinking, oh, I got I to make payroll, and we just got things to do. And so I, I kind of sold myself into that. And looking back on it now, that's pretty much what I did. I sold myself into that. <laughs> it, was, it was a great sell job, yeah. Right. But <laughs> I'm really good at selling it. I sold myself right straight through. Yeah, but it, with it, uh, it, it just became um, really uh, a thing where there's more and more grief from it, just feeling convicted and conflicted. And as I went forward, I realized, man, we got to do something different. And and when Brad and I came together, we just we moved in a different direction, and uh, we've never looked back. And the Lord's been gracious. He's he's really he's just bringing the people. Tell you what, he's just doing it. You so you you made that decision. You really risked everything in Hollywood. You know, I mean, what's it like in Hollywood being a Christian company? Where and I think a lot of people maybe have as believers, we have this response to Hollywood strike, and you know, maybe some people are thinking, oh, those people deserve it. You know, yeah. or Hollywood. Yeah. You know, I had a friend, a uh, pastor. You know, he would just say, you know, uh, Hollywood, it's a godless profession, you know, people yeah. who work there. And, you know, that's probably right in some cases. But obviously we've got uh, uh, God and the gospel and Jesus Christ being preached right in the middle of all of it through Kappa Studios and others. Yeah. You know, what do you think about that? Yeah. Look, look the power of stories, images, and, and talking to people that way one-on-one is really what's happening. Watching something, it's a one-on-one deal. And the power of that is just undeniable. And it's been used throughout time, really. I mean, in, in our, certainly uh, over 100 years, it's been the way to go. But people just love to hear stories. And so if we can mm-hmm. integrate stories that have bring people faith and hope, then that's a winner. And that's kind of what we're doing. We're just in it that way. It seems like it's a season where this is working. Um, the yeah. sound of, uh, I almost said the sound of music. It's an older movie. They sing some songs. Sound of Freedom, uh, which is not a movie that you guys were uh, directly involved with, but it's $100 million. Incredible. It, it was supposed to make 15. Yeah, incredible. Right? Yeah, incredible. Uh, and that and, was a hopeful 15. There, right, right, right. <laughs> it's unprecedented what, what it's doing. Yeah. And it's the power of that story. Yeah. yeah. And I think dealing with a subject that, you know, when I when I went to see it, I thought, how do you even deal with this subject? <laughs> right, 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 right. How right. in the world do you film this? You know, and yeah. um, but obviously it's uh, it's done a great job with that. And you're seeing this as an area where God is is <clears throat> I believe going to use sure you know to reach more people. Yeah, no, it definitely seems that way, Scott. It seems like in the past 15 years, what christian music was from like the 1980s and it was kind of nice messages but the quality was really clunky Mm -hmm. that was christian film for such a long time and to some degree you could argue it still is in many ways but it's great to see just the growth and maturity of just some really talented people that god's really just equipped in skill and just equipped in the spirit to just really do stuff that is non-compromising for christ and yet with some some high quality value that you know whether it's Equal comparable to the best that secular Hollywood has to offer? Maybe not, but we're certainly, I think, marching in a good direction. You bet. It's definitely getting closer. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show, and my guests are Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios. The number is 888-528-2557 if you want to join the conversation. Let's talk about God in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about, you know, how do you perceive that? How is it received now? Christian films... Mm. 
I've always thought, why don't people understand that there's a market for Christian films? Right. You know, it seems like maybe they're getting that. And that's not that's a secular approach to it, really. I sure. think that's not the right approach, you know. But, you know, I feel like, you know, well, anyway, you tell me what you think. What's what's going on with God in Hollywood right now? Wow. Well, I think uh, that's such a broad topic. It can go in a hundred different ways. But the first thing that comes to mind for me is you can't serve two masters. Hmm. You know, the first thought that popped in my mind, brother, is that it's like yeah. at the end of the day, you know, I don't I don't know that Hollywood is that different from any other industry. It's just a money-driven industry. And what we've heard for as long as I've been in the business, even as a believer in the business, is I just want to glorify God and want to make sure that I have enough money to make my next movie or want to glorify God and I just want to make sure all my investors get paid back so that – and we make a profit. Well, the minute you put that and there, you're just setting yourself up for potential idolatry and potential just – you know, as Paul and I were kind of at a place that we our target anyway is, I want to glorify God, period. Mm. And so, where it's God in Hollywood, we just want to just be completely surrendered. Why would why would God in Hollywood be God different anywhere else? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Why would God in Hollywood be different than God Sunday morning at a Bible teaching church? In our view, it shouldn't be. And so, it's important to have a light in a dark place, right? Let's yeah. talk about. Oh, go ahead, Paul. You're gonna, no, that's fine. Let's talk about the strike a little bit. So sure. I drove around uh, Burbank and Hollywood today. I didn't see many people because it's ninety five, <laughs> and I think I got. Some, I was late to one because there were all these pop up tents, and, yeah. and everybody yeah. was gone except they were loading up some water in the back of a truck. And I think yeah. they, they were they were done. And then I saw two people walking away who I didn't recognize, but maybe I should have. Yeah. Other people were honking. You know, I think is the the way you show support. Yeah. You know, or maybe they recognized them. <laughs> I just found right. myself like going, you're familiar, but I don't know what I saw you in. Yeah. Um, you know, for a lot of people, when they hear writer strike or actor strike in this case, they're thinking of, you know, top names. They're thinking of The Rock or they're thinking of Tom Cruise or they're thinking of, you know, all these people. But there's thousands of people who work as actors who are not paid very much. Sure. Who yeah. don't get, you know, a lot of opportunity. And a lot of this affects them and it affects their dreams. And for many of us, you know, idolatry, I think, is part of it, right? Idolatry is basically sure. selfish, you know, at the end of the day. What's that like for people right now? You know, the the uh, the tricky part of this whole thing is it's not even just today. It, it, you have to look back on what your foundation is. And, and as I look back on in my own life, whatever you're building that foundation on, when things happen, then it'll just start to erode. And so if the people, whether you're doing big jobs, small jobs, or whatever it is, you just have to see what are, where, we, where do we live, really. Mm. And knowing what you're living for, that will a- answer that question. It, it solves every problem in the baseline. Then as we go forward, whatever God is doing, I just, I just realize what I think what really is, needs to be said and what we are noticing our own selves is that God is always at work. He's doing things. Even the things we don't like, we don't understand them, we, you know. And I'm, I'm in full agreement. There are different things that do not seem right and uh, you know, regarding the strike and what's going on with the folks. And they're, they're under pressure, and I get it. And there's no argument there on my side at all. I think the difficulty is what do we – do we bet the farm on? Like we talked You're about right. idolatry. Right. What is it? What is it going on? And if that is the deal, then that will trap you. There's a guy that uh, was in my study this morning. And he's been out of work for months, you know, and he's just going and going and going. And what we were, what we came down to just really talking about is to say, okay, well, where is God in this? Is he a good God? Is he allowing this? And, and maybe, and, and we started to look at it and say, what can we be grateful about? So it, it forced that conversation back into saying, well, God, what do we have? 
What, what have you done? And so we kind of retrenched to that point. He walked away and saying, you know what? Yes, it's been tough. But I, I'm, I'm grateful. I have a family, a house, all the things God's given me. I've got my health and I've got life today. Where there's life, there's hope. Yeah. Do you think there's an opportunity for people? And what's your experience with people? You work with people all through the industry. Yeah. How would you help them with those questions mm-hmm. today? So for people listening, yeah. you know, how would you help them with the anxiety that you have or the, yeah. the loss? Some people are going to lose roles that they just got, yeah. right? Or they're going to lose opportunities. They might, their whole career might be ended. Correct. That, yeah. that is a real possibility. Many people experience that through COVID for different reasons. There are right. industries that don't even exist anymore. Correct. Yeah. You know, what advice do you give to people who, especially in an industry where people are maybe extra self-absorbed? Sure. Well, I I think it comes down to as Paul you hinted at it, brother. Like it comes down to identity. Where are you putting your trust? Where are you putting your hope? If my sense of security, if my sense of identity, if my sense of value, self worth, if my trust in income is on the union or on the producers. Right. or on anything other than Christ alone, then I think uh, you're setting yourself up for trials and anxiety. Mm. Yeah. The scripture says, curses the man that trusts in man and makes the flesh his strength and turns his heart away from God. So, I mean, that's just like, wow, that, that kind of says it in a word. But it said that, that that person will be like a bush in the desert. So you're surviving, but you're not thriving. And we had to face that one. The pivoting of our company had those same dimensions as we have now. It's like, okay, well, what's going to happen? We didn't know. We had no idea. But we did know this, that we just had to move in another direction, and we're going to trust the Lord. And, you know, Brad and I talk about George Mueller often because this is a guy that was radically dependent on God for everything. And so those are the things that get me going. And I feel like that's and hopefully an encouragement for others is to start thinking about where, where we come from and, wh- yeah, what are their idols in my life? Mm-hmm. And everybody struggles with some versions. If they tell you different, they're lying to you. There's always something that we, we hang on to too tight. Hmm. And God just doesn't allow it. He's a jealous God. He doesn't let you do it. In these dark times, that's when you figure out what that is. Right. Right. I think that might be something that a lot of people are figuring yeah. out right now all of a sudden is, oh, this is where I, what I've put above Christ. Yeah. It's beautiful. And could it be that, you know, even to look at this as an extreme statement, I'll just throw it out there. Maybe until you've there's nothing left to lose. You can see that God, you always had God all the time. Sometimes you have to get that far. You have to tumble to that place wherever it is. And some people do it through drugs, alcohol, whatever. They tumble a mile and, mm. and they come up. But there's a version of that that says, you know what? You were there all the time, God, and we just can't see it. Sure. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show. My guests are Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios. And we're talking about the Actor strike and the writer strike. These are two different organizations that are major, obviously, in Hollywood, sure. and they affect everything, including every business, every restaurant. You know, many of you listening, you're concerned about this. Yeah. It has opened up uh, a lot of maybe fears that you didn't realize you're going to have. You can join our conversation if you have a question. The number is 888 528 2557. 888 528 2557. You know, this is. Um, I think something for all of us to to wrestle with it, the anxieties that yeah. we get about the future. Sure. Um, 
you know, have there been times where obviously when you transitioned your business, there yeah. had to be some anxiety. You guys trusted the Lord. You know, how do, how do you deal with your anxiety about the, you must have some now, right? You're sure. a finishing company, sure. so you've got work to do. But if this goes on for a long time, that's going to affect you guys. Yeah, well, I think the beautiful thing, Scott, is that as we're talking, when Paul and I talk, we often describe it as we, we, it seems like God has been gracious to show us the target of what we ought to be shooting for, of how we ought to be living, right? He's shown us all that in his word. Yeah. And as we sit there and just really meditate on his word and we learn to, do we really believe the words that we're telling each other from the scriptures? Hmm. You know, do we really trust that God uh, clothes the lilies of the field and feeds the birds of the air and how much more valuable are th- are we than them? Well, then why are we anxious for the strike? Yeah. To, to, yeah. You, know. you know, the whole thing, the power of the Holy Spirit within us is the thing that allows you to believe, to read, to understand, to, to, right. to have a faith. And, you know, it's so beautiful the way God has set this up. Coming to faith, the Holy Spirit will indwell you. And, you know, Christ saying, it's better that I leave. Why would it be better that Christ leaves? Think about that. He's You're right. Like, hey, I don't want you to go anywhere. Right. He's there. So those disciples, you saying, it's better that I leave. Well, it's better that I leave. Why? Because when the Spirit of God indwells you guys, that will if inform everything, including the fear and anxiety. You don't have to be anxious. Right. You, you, the minute we put our hope and trust in any aspect of our circumstances, yeah. But we're, we're just again, we're just setting ourselves up for anxiety. And yes, you asked how we. Yes, we've been there a hundred times. And I think for Paul and I, I think we, you've often said, Paul, it's like working out with weights. You just you just keep in prayer. You just keep reminding of the truth. You keep I mean the Word of God. You keep having brothers that'll point you in the right directions. You're at a Bible teaching church. You're just continually consuming and just absorbing the scriptures and just letting that renew your mind daily. Then, regardless of the circumstances, it is possible to live with very little anxiety, regardless of what's happening around you. Yeah, it's, it's love, joy, and peace. Yeah. We talk about it all the time, and that's it. And that is something the culture is not allowed to have. Right. They can't have it. Right. There's no love. There's no joy. And there's no peace. Sorry, mm. you're out. And so that's a that's a bad place to be. But that's where the ones that do not trust God, yeah, they have to be there. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the scriptures, we often will quote like parts of verses, right? We, yeah. You know, <laughs> the part. So the one that comes to mind, we're talking about anxiety, is you know, uh, a couple of them. Cast your anxieties uh, upon the Lord, right? Uh, do not be anxious. We we sort of don't get all of them, cast all of your anxieties on him. Here's the whole thing. First yeah. Peter 5, you know, we usually say cast all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. But I think when you hear that, you'll go, well, what does that mean? How do how in the world do I do that? Yeah. But if you back up a little bit, it says humble yourselves, therefore, mm. under the mighty hand of God, yeah. so that at the proper time he may exalt you. And then it says casting all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Amen. You know, that's a big deal, I think, right now when we're talking about uh, when life doesn't go the way we want. Sure. We we can humble ourselves, right, that that in dealing with anxiety, that's a big piece of it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Who are we before a holy, righteous, all-powerful, all-knowing God, right? The definition of humility. We understand who we are and how small we are and how massive he is. He is perfect in knowledge, perfect in love, perfect in holiness, perfect in wisdom. This, these strikes yeah. are a beautiful opportunity hmm. for followers of Christ to double down on serving our master. 
Yeah. Choose you this day. Who will you serve? Let's serve Christ. Right. And we're not anxious about it. And then when those around us are anxious about us, what a beautiful opportunity. I'm, this is a weird way to put it. I'm thankful that this is happening, that we might the, the light can only shine brighter as we live peaceful lives because we're yeah. walking in the Spirit, because we're walking in obedience to His Word. Right James tells us to be uh, joyful, joyful whenever yeah. our trials yeah. come yes. among, among us, right? It's not yeah. fun, but that's that's the truth. No, but that's the right attitude to have, and, and humbling yourself is a big one. Uh, yeah. You know, are, are people humble in Hollywood? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we all are, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, we're getting a bad rap here. Yeah. We Hollywood guys. We're very now. good people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think. Well, I think. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I think that wretched what we, sinners. I think that what we see, yeah. well, of course, are the stars, and yeah. we see a certain yeah. thing. And but you know, I want to. Can you come back for one more second? Yeah, let's do it. You know, I want to talk about the the regular person. Yeah, right? it's a good topic. It's a good topic. Okay, who is affected so much by yep. these things? Yep. Who is being humbled? If even in their heart yeah. they were, right? Let's talk about that when we come back. If you have any questions, you want to join the conversation, my guests are Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios talking about the impact and how we as Christians should take a look at these strikes. And maybe we have an opportunity with people that we know who are in the industry or who are are affected in the ripple effect in, in restaurants and vendors and other things. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal for everybody in the L.A. area, even all of Southern California, because so many people work in this industry. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. This is Pastor Scott. She'll be back as the Thursday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, good to be with you. The number is 888-528-2557. I've got Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios with me. Kappa Studios is a uh, studio that does all the finishing work for films, and The Chosen is one of their major projects. We're talking about the actor strike and the writer strike and what that means for people, because I think it's relevant for so many of us who suddenly have things change. Hmm. And suddenly we're in a situation where we need to be humble or we get humbled. Yeah. You know, you have any stories of people who, you know, have just gone through change uh, hmm. because of things like this or just things that have happened that you've experienced? Because something I like about what you guys do, Christian Company, you're in the middle of all the studios. And Christians who work for other places will come to you. Yeah. yeah. And they'll they just do. almost like it's a chapel, yeah. uh, the Kappa Studios. Very that's what so. I've, I've seen there. Yeah, they just show up. And, you know, and, and that's, that's been a real joyful time for us because it's a chance to pour into people. And that's one of the key things you, I, I just touched on here and brushed against it. You know, the, the people working Hollywood or whatever job, whatever you're doing, when things go upside down or whatever happens, is that we da- we're downsizing or laid off. All these things can happen to people. It it can also help to let us see how tight we're hanging on to that stuff. And mm-hmm. those have been things I've had to face down myself. And on the on the last segment, we were talking, giving a lot of great advice here. I just want to say that we we have to be very careful because there's some deep hurting out there. And this is not, you know, us in a cavalier fashion. Well, yeah, this and this. Is. We want to say we're no different than you, but we have a target, and we want to maintain our target focusing and facing God and, and asking him to make a way. So are there any great tips? Eh, maybe. But the main tip is serve God and humble yourself in the sight of him, under his, under him, and start serving other people. Hmm. 
when when things aren't going your way or whatever it is, that's been a help for me. It's just to try to, whether it's in family, neighbors, friends, taking our eyes off yourself. That's that's what I tend to want to do is look at my own things. And when you face them outward, look outward to other people and, and look towards God. Those are the two things that I think help you get through those kind of trials. Yeah. And, and they've been know, helpful for me. In the world we live in, you know, obviously there's a lot of uh, wanting to look at yourself, you know, in the entertainment industry, but the entertainment industry goes into everybody's cell phone today and their Instagram accounts and their yeah. Facebook accounts, yeah. their TikTok, right? Everybody's their own celebrity. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, how do you get your eyes off of your yourself? Yeah. I guess it's these kinds of things. Yeah, it, it, right. The trials cause you to see God. Yeah. When the trials and the heat's on, that's when we that's when God really becomes more present and we see him in ways we haven't ever seen. And that's what has happened with us right. going through stuff. Those are the times I, I, we've talked about this in the past and we talk about it often. Count it all joy in trials. It's like, why? I, I never understood that scripture. And I did not like it because mm-hmm. I do not count it joyful. There's stories, you know, but I stories, do now. Right. It, and, you know, I think that's how. When we're talking about stories, they don't all have a happy right. end. Like they do with Christ, right? They do when you can count it all joy. Sure. But there's also not a promise of God that everything is going to work out in the way that you have designed yeah. for your own will. Well, I, I'm so glad you said that because I think the problem is we put success in our terms. Mm. Right. And we put victory in our terms, in our human terms. And inevitably when we say like, you know, oh, the Lord blessed me. Oh, man, the Lord's really blessing you. It's I mean, when is it? Isn't it always you got more money, you're more comfortable, you got more things, you got more stuff, you got the relationship you want, whatever it is, it's always some worldly accomplishment, some earthly accomplishment. And praise God for that. Thank God that he allows us to enjoy things in this yeah. life. But for me, Scott, I'm at sort of at a place just the Lord just like, you know, I love what you said, like humble yourself or he will humble you. Right. I am the latter, unfortunately, yeah. over and over, yeah. where I am always the one that Lord has had to humble. And I... Where I'm looking now, where I'm looking at life now, it's like, so you have, and this goes to all my dear friends. I have so many friends affected by the strike, as you can imagine. Yeah. And they are hurting. Many of them aren't believers, and many of them are. And some of them are just the most, you know, opposed to the gospel, as you can possibly imagine. But having said all that, it's when the comforts are stripped away and when the steady paycheck is stripped away. And as a believer in Christ, oh, my goodness, I have to walk day by day in radical dependence that God will provide for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that place, I have found in my own life when I am just radically depending on him, and I don't, I can't put my trust in my paycheck because I don't know when it's coming. I find or that going. I'm, or going. <laughs> and in those cases, guys, when I am like, I have to live dependent on God. And I'm like, I remember saying to a friend a couple years ago, I said, man, I feel like I've been reduced to just depending on God hour by hour. And my friend said, reduced. Mm. And I realized yeah. those are the most joyful times because all I had was Christ and all I needed was Christ. That's and right. in those moments when he strips me away, he never didn't pro- he never he never stopped providing for me. It just wasn't, as you said, it wasn't the way that I wanted it to go. How do we communicate that for people who are suffering, but also in an industry that doesn't glorify God in so many ways? Sure. Like you guys are blessed that you are in a, a company that wants to glorify God and you do with your projects there. And it's a growing, I think, part yeah. of uh, the ministry that you have, but this is not a, I mean, it's a secular industry. You know, everything cannot glorify God. You know, <laughs> right. There are churches that don't glorify God, right. Right? right? And their attitude towards business and what it becomes sometimes. Yeah. Right. But I think people have a feeling about Hollywood. That's 
you know, a little bit standoffish from the spiritual side, but they're regular people, right? They're people who need the Lord. Do we pray for our celebrities? Mm. Do we pray for people that they would make, that maybe this period of time would even change their mind about what kind of work ought to be done? Well, well, yeah, you know, awesome. you know, Karen Covell has a wonderful ministry, Hollywood Prayer Network, and they, they do that exact thing. They, they cycle into the different celebrities and uh, what I'll call thought leaders and leaders, and they just pray for them. And mm. that's been going on for a number of years. So I think that's a, that's a great notion. But I think what I'm pulling out of all this conversation is that we have to put some stuff on the altar. And, yeah. and so it can be our pride can go on the altar, our money, whatever it is. And, you know, Abraham and Isaac, I can't even imagine what that was like to do that. He sacrificed in a mighty way. I mean, he he offered up. But it says he was tested. He was tested that mm-hmm. way. So I think all these things are God saying, do you love me? Yeah. Do you love me and how much? And in and, and, and the end of the day, we tend to want to love ourselves. That's, that's certainly my interest in doing my own stuff. But when I'm, when I'm on track with the right target, there's a lot of joy in it. And that's where joy lives, yeah. even, in, even mm-hmm. when things aren't going our way. And maybe that's the best thing that people can communicate also right now. That is your joy just in the potential of your job. Yeah. I mean, there's there's yeah. other yeah. industries. You know, UPS is going on strike. Yeah. Uh, hotel workers, strikers, right outside here. There's a there's a lot of economic strife. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know that all of this is coming in into. Um, what's the best way somebody can pray for somebody mm-hmm. who is in this business sure. right now who's hurting? Yeah, I'll start by backing up a half a step and saying, I don't think Hollywood, whatever that even means, I've, been, right. I've lived here my whole life and I've worked yeah. in this industry for 30 plus they years. They put a sign up at one Is that what it was? Yeah. Is it a sign? Oh, yeah. that's right. I've been in that hill once. You've been by there. I have once. It's <laughs> I've beautiful. seen it. I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it. You know, the, the entertainment industry, I don't believe for one second it is more corrupt than any other industry. I believe the human heart, apart from Christ, is corrupt. Mm. And what we do is just more visible. We just get to put our sin on display and have people cheer for us and and give us money and, and go buy movie tickets to look at our sin. I mean, mm. it's just where if you're an accountant, and I need accountants, and I, 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 I wish I was a better accountant, like, I don't know, it's just not as visible as other, you know, the, yeah. as other possible yeah. industries. It's an interesting I mean? point, you know, I think, is that there's sin. Uh, I used to uh, have a speaker all the time. It was a juvenile hall chaplain. Yeah. You know, and his message, he always gave the same message. It always made me laugh. Like, eventually you can't invite him back. It's always the same. Nice. All right. But nice. his message was, you know, I work with uh, people who, when, they're, when they sin, yeah. you take their face and you press it against a police car and a hood, and it's on the news and yeah. it's published. But then he would transition it into, hey, most of us, when we sin, it's not even a crime. Right. And nobody even knows, but it's well, the same. <laughs> Right, you're no different than yeah. those people that you see. I see why he repeated that yeah. message over and over. That's a good message. It's a great <laughs> message, right? And you were basically saying that. So now I'm giving just, you something you can repeat. Over. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, bro. Hold yeah. on, Did you get you got a pen? I can yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just you know what I'm saying. Like it's just what we do is so visible. And the other problem with our industry is there's the lure of fame, right. which is a death trap. People don't go into different industries for fame, right? So yeah. in our industry, it's just this – it's just – I think it lends itself to idolatry a little bit more, and it puts I, – I think we – Hollywood is a ref, – we are a reflection of society, and it's sometimes a driving force in society. But I was – I often ask, well, is Hollywood corrupting you know, the youth of America? I'm like, no. The youth of America is already corrupt. We're just feeding them what they already want. 
you know? I said that and in the last hour. That did you really? Of, yeah, that's kind of circular, right? Mm-hmm. That it kind of is. If there's not a market for it, then it doesn't get made. Amen. Right? right? Wow. Amen. So wow. I'm not, I'm not pro, you know, obviously we burn the ships. We, everybody knows where we stand on things. So, yeah. But, yes, there are, nonetheless, to your point, most of the people that make up the entertainment industry are not the one half of 1% of people you see at the at the Oscars. Right. These are the truck drivers. These are the, the rank and file people. And it's, it is a very hardworking industry. Mm. That's maybe one of the biggest misconceptions. It is you a very bet. capitalistic industry where if you're not good, you're gone. And there, yeah. And there are a lot of Christians. Oh my yeah. goodness. Uh, yes. You weren't the only two. Right. And, we and thought they, we were yeah. for a time, but we right. 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 <laughs> they're coming Seems now like and are. telling us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we found them. Yeah. yeah. Well, Hey, we only have a, a couple of minutes left. Yeah. You know, I think that, you know, I'm hoping as people listen that they begin to see through the celebrity, mm. right? That they see that person who is a celebrity, that one, that half of one percent, as a person who needs Jesus. Yeah. But also that behind them yeah. is a whole lot of people who need Jesus. That's right. And you know, if you want to see some better content, then yeah. you know you have people who realize you know, maybe we shouldn't put that out. You yeah. know, how about this, brother? You asked the question earlier. And I think we avoided it. You know, how do we help? How do we pray? I think, how about this? As human, as believers in Christ, when we see somebody, if we don't like what they're doing, what if our first instinct was to be humble, as you said, and pray for them, mm. as opposed to immediately judging them and acting that we're so much better than everybody else? Yeah, right. And find the people that are struggling and go deal with Amen. them. Amen. Pray with them. Yes. Walk the path. I'm telling you, it means a lot. Whoever they are, just find them and serve them in that way. And I believe it'll be a benefit and they won't forget. Amen. My guests are uh, Brad Silverman and Paul Long from Kappa Studios. You can learn more about what they do at kappastudios.com, K-A-P-P-A studios.com. And, you know, gentlemen, I think that during the strike, however long it lasts, you two and Kappa Studios and the people that you work with, you're going to have ministry. You're going to have people walk in who are Hmm. outrageously discouraged. Yeah. Right. And I know you already have that happen uh, uh, quite a bit. You've got stories that you're telling, you know, real quick. Uh, is there a, a project coming up that you want to let people know about? Well, you know, I can is on our lips at all times. It's called the it's I coming. Can Movie. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the I Can Movie is coming out September 22nd nationwide. So, okay. So it'll be a national release. It, it'll be selected national. And uh, we're we excited just, about you it. You just broke the story. You know that, right? That's good. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think. I well, think he I, asked me a question. I, I love just it. Had to tell I think last time I asked you when Scott, that's coming out, you're like, oh, right we here, have baby. no idea. Exclusive on the Pastor Scott Show. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Alert. I, so the alert, I Can alert, movie, real alert. quick, what's yeah, that sorry. about? Uh, beautiful. You, you do a great oh, job yeah, explaining, uh, Paul. Yeah. It's, um, it's a story of a guy and a gal that meet each other at work, and they enter into, into an adulterous relationship. And they turn their backs on their families, and they go off together. There's an adult, uh, the adulterous union results in a little child, and she's a cute puppy, and her name is Caitlin. And so the backdrop is the parents seeing when she's born, they go, oh, the daughter's born with part of one arm missing. And so they're horrified. They say, is God judging me? And that's the, the background for them is just trying to see when they're going to get the hammer down next and working through that and seeing about God's love and forgiveness. The girl just goes orbital. She's a great athlete. She becomes a college All-American and just goes goes crazy and just honors God through that. She has her trials, her arc, but in the end of the day, it ends out in an exciting Yeah. And it's a twist. true story. It's an incredible right. true story. And just yeah. to meet the actual family, what they went through and everything, just like we're talking about, similar to yeah. just the, the – it's a very timely story of just how God is so present in spite of when we're 
whether it's the writer strike or actor strike or, or that right. movie, he is so present. Like the tagline is, their biggest mistake was their greatest blessing. We just can't see what God is doing right. through now, his eyes. We're going to need help. So yeah. people that want to come alongside can go on to the ICANMovie.com and, and sign up, be part of our team to help sure. get the word out. And we're mobilizing the churches. We want to see churches mm-hmm. get involved. There's a whole gospel opportunity through this. Yeah, and, uh, and that's one of the most exciting things I think that's happening right now in the film industry incredible. is that these movies are being well done, um, and they are of a great gospel message yeah. and something yeah. that uh, you know I'm hoping that all of that is great. Uh, September 22nd. Yeah, that's the official date. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Like it or not. Do you guys edit yeah. here? Or do you know? Do well, this, is this, wait, is this live? Edit, we're is this live? We can yeah, help it. It is live, but oh. we, we can go back in time. You know? Okay. <laughs> Seven <laughs> second delay. What we do is we put a cup of instant coffee in the microwave yes. and we go back like 20 minutes. Oh, so, we can, so we can simple. Take care of that. We can so fix this. Yeah. All right, Paul and okay. Brad, thanks for being with me Great. and thanks for what you do. And, you know, we'll talk about, uh, you know, as a strike continues, yeah. you know, I think you're going to have stories. And mm. I think those are uh, yeah. just blessings from God, like Amen. you said. And I think that people are blessed to hear uh, about anxiety and the things that come up in, in life. So thank you for what you do and being a light uh, in our community and everything. Kappastudios.com is the website, K-A-P-P-A studios.com. The movie I can is ICANMovie.com. I, I believe, right? Yeah. Close enough. Go to kappastudios.com. There's links everywhere. Go to, oh, yeah. Go to kappastudios.com. Yeah, you You'll find it, right? There you go. <laughs> Close enough doesn't work with uh, <laughs> websites, by the way. Just so you know. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. All right, I got to take a break. This is the Pastor Scott Show. Uh, we'll be back as a Thursday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You know, when we talk about uh, Hollywood, we're talking about the writer strike and how that impacts people in so many different ways. And, and there's a tension, I think, that happens when we talk about this industry because there's so much darkness in it. But I thought it was a good point that there's darkness in all kinds of industries, right? There's always sinful people and there's some industries that are a disaster. Um, They just don't make the news. You don't watch them on film. You know, you don't see them, but you live them. Many of you are working in places and you can't, you say, I can't believe how dark this place is. Part of what we are called to be as believers are lights in a dark world. It requires faith in Christ. It requires us to grow in our faith so that we're not overcome by the darkness, uh, so we don't lose our saltiness, as Jesus might say in uh, Matthew chapter 5. But there are things that we can do, and that's the encouragement to pray for one another. And in particular, when you see uh, a place of great darkness where where people are lost, we don't write them off. We pray for them, and as we're engaged, we, we do our best to communicate the love of Christ to them. 888-528-2557. Oscar, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Hi, Oscar. Thanks for holding I love up. Love show. Thank you. I think you're doing an amazing job. Oscar, I just called to ask you a question. Uh, I, I'm a man that drives to the Hollywood Hills, and I'm always used to see that cross lit up every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm. For some reason, it's been off for days now. Is this just just a question? Some kind of group are, are doing this for 
some kind of reason? I don't know. Um, and uh, I'm not up that early driving uh, around. But uh, maybe I'll take a look at how long has it been off? It's been off for just a week now. Oh, a week. Well, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. Um, but maybe we can look into that. I think that that, you know, it could be that the person who turns the light off and on is uh, sick. Uh, you know, maybe the strikes have something to do with it, right? Maybe it's part of somebody's uh, job. I, I doubt it, but but uh, the timing of that might work. But I don't know. But you know what? I think the, the crosses that we see on our hills in various places, uh, to me, they're an encouragement. Uh, is that how you feel about it normally when it goes by, when you go by? Yeah, yeah, when I go by, it just every morning I've been working for the same place for 26 years. And every morning when I go through their Hollywood Hills, it's just something that is just very spiritual to me. Yeah. And also for that city of L.A., it's like something like, you know, protecting our city, you know, protecting us, you know, knowing that it's hope there, you know. Mm. But. I don't know if it's just something that is going to be because when I used to attend Church in the Way for many years, we used to support that to to make sure that cross is always on. Yeah. And lately I've been seeing that, and I don't know if it has something to do with some kind of group attacking us Christians. Yeah, I don't I don't know specifically on there, but you know I think uh, I'll I'll look around and see if I can figure it out. It could be the lights are out, right? Somebody has to replace the uh, light bulb or the whoever's in charge of that is sick, you know, if it's only been a week or so. But if it continues, you know, we'd have to see. But thank you for bringing that to uh, to our attention. I get encouraged by those crosses uh, that are on the hills out there. Uh, there's one out that I drive by that's not too far from my house. In fact, I live underneath one that's uh, kind of way back on a mountain. There's a bunch of them. And I always do think of it as... An interesting thing. There's something interesting that there is a cross right there in the Hollywood Hills, for example. And there are crosses all throughout uh, Southern California, really wherever you go, that I think it is a reminder, right? In you know, in Romans, where it talks about us as having no excuse. There's a lot of reasons for that. It's really talking about nature, right? That there's no excuse ultimately because we can see God through nature and stuff. But we also have in our country, we have rep- a representation of the hope of Christ all over the place. And the crosses on the hills, they get attacked sometimes. Usually there is, or often, I shouldn't say usually, but often there's something in the deed that people wisely many years ago, whenever they donated that land, sometimes the land is donated to a city, right? But there's something in the deed that says, uh, if you ever take the cross down, uh, then the land gets reverts to the family or reverts to some other organization. It was something that smart people put in uh, the contracts to keep those crosses up and lit. And, you know, I do think, I'll bet there are people who, because they have driven by it. As a matter of fact, you know, I'm just thinking about this, Oscar, because of your call. There's a, I heard a guy give a testimony about how he got saved. He was suicidal and he got saved because he kept driving by this cross that was always lit up on the top of a mountain. He didn't know anything about it. A church ran it, you know, owned the property actually and, and kept it going, but you didn't see the church where this cross is, you see the cross, but you have no idea that there's a church underneath it. You can't really see it from the freeway and other places. You never know how that symbol of grace 
uh, is going to affect people. I think it's something that should give us hope, and even in the darkest times, should remind us that Jesus um, is the way, the truth, and the life, and we can always go back to him. You know, there's a cross that's in the display in uh, Rome at the Colosseum that's in the emperor's box, and it's one of those things that's a—I think it's a— an incredible thing to think about that in that Colosseum, Christians were persecuted, eaten by lions, burned at the stake, and there were the games, and there was the, the thumb up and the thumb down of the gladiators and all this violence and other stuff. And the emperor of Rome was running that. And now, you know, imagine if you were one of those early Christians and you could go back in time and say to them, hey, one day where that emperor is sitting, there's going to be a cross there representing um, the salvation. I mean, I, that's an amazing thing. Uh, so I like those things. I, I like that. I think it's a good thing to, to point people uh, and remind us that at the end of the day, uh, Jesus wins. At the end of the day, no matter what kind of persecution you're dealing with, no matter how difficult things are going to get for the church, Jesus wins. The church will persevere. The gates of hell will not prevail. Um so anyway, we'll look at, uh, you know, maybe somebody knows what's going on with that cross. Maybe there's a controversy that I'm unaware of. Maybe the lights are out. Maybe something's going on. Uh, here I got a call real quick, Bob. I just have a few seconds. You know something about the cross on the hill, the Hollywood cross? Uh, no, uh, no, I don't. I just was calling about the, the cross. Yeah, go ahead. I think faith, faith, faith knows by hearing, hearing by the word of Christ, right? Right. So all these relics and, and signs and posters and crosses and and all of that. That's secondary, and it only appeals to those who are of the faith anyway. So those who are not of the faith, the cross is foolishness to them, right? Right. So it, it does, it's, not, it's nothing representative or, or diminishing of Christianity. If they tear every cross down all over the place, it won't matter, because that's not where we find our faith. Yeah, that's definitely the- true. I'm out, of, I'm out of time, Bob, but you do make a good point. That's definitely true. I think that the cross can uh, remind people of their faith and of what they heard at one point. Uh, so, you know, a person didn't get saved because they saw the cross. They got saved because it reminded them of the grace of God that they had heard once as a kid. Um, and you're right. If they do tear the crosses down, so what? The church is going to prevail. That's a great topic for another time, but we're out of time for today. This is the Pastor Scott Show. We'll see you tomorrow. Open line Friday from 3 to 5. God bless. I'll see you later. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.